Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week will be our playoff breakdown. Uh, very excited. The Bears are in the backdoor playoff in uh, sweet, sweet victory in a form of another team losing. Still counts. We're in. Um, I was really down, but now I'm back on board and ready to get my heart crushed again. Um, we don't really have too much on timeout because we're going to go over each playoff game. And then the rank, we are going to do best frozen pizzas. And then real quick, uh, just to explain that, like, it can't be like frozen, uh, Lumonati's or it can't be just like a frozen. Good like, one. It's like, bra- it's, it's like brands that are made yeah, like, known for like frozen grocery store. Frozen pizza. Yeah. Yeah. Like Tombstone DiGiorno, shit like that. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, yeah. We got a lot to cover. So let's, without any further ado, let's get right into it. Let's take it from the, uh, from the tippy top there. Okay, everybody, welcome back. Uh, it is beautiful. It is cold in Chicago, which I love. Um, I moved to a new apartment where I don't have to pay for heat, so we are just cranking it. It's like a sauna in here. I love it. You don't have to pay for uh, heat? That's crazy. We, we don't have to pay for heat, and so I, I feel am, like that's not normal at all. Neither is you liking it to be cold outside. What do you mean? <laughs> you like the cold weather? You, you don't. Okay. Like, I don't like it freezing outside, but it's like, I don't have to commute anymore. And like, I like, I like the winter in doses. I, I think there's a difference between like 32 degrees, no wind where you walk outside and you're like, damn, it's, it's a Chicago winter. It's not too bad. Cause you got some layers. The winter gets real bad with the wind. When the wind starts, like, just like cutting your face, it feels like that's when it gets really bad. In my yeah. Opinion. Um, but also a kind of a spin zone. If you wear a mask, like you're supposed to, your hot breath, you know, cuts off helps. some of the wind. It, it helps. helps. It helps. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I've been doing that too. So that I, I was like, dude, this is actually pretty freaking nice. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I like the cold weather. I also like the summer, but it's like, I'm not a deg- I'm not an extreme guy. I don't like it extremely hot, and I don't like extremely cold. I like the middles of them. So it's like, I like the 68 to 74. Um, yeah. So like I was saying, I like like the 68 to 74 degree. I think that's perfect golfing weather, and I like it to not go, but like, go into the single numbers. That's when it sucks with the wind. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get right into it uh, with how everyone has been doing, how their week was. Let's start off with one DC vote, Johnny. How's it going? I like the hat. Thank you. Uh, oh, St. Jude's? St. Jude's. Nice. St. Jude's representing. Uh, no, but I've been good. Uh, like I was saying, just a lot of family time. Um, it was the last week of vacation, two weeks off, so that was nice. They didn't do much, but um, yeah, just hung out with my sister a lot. She's been getting into gym- gymnastics, so like, she insists that I tumble around the house with her, so... 
that's what I've been doing for uh, you know, a little physical activity, a little something to do. But uh, uh, no, yeah, I guess the only other thing I did on for New Year's actually, we did have a a few friends over, mostly just the roommates and the girlfriends. And oh shit, New Year's was last week. Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, I got to see a uh, little Dan Mirabelli. Shout out Daniel. I know oh. you saw him that night too, didn't you? Yeah, I totally forgot. I thought I thought it was a couple weeks ago. So that's why you were asking me like about my break. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Oh, okay. Shit. <laughs> Time is going slow for you, Joseph. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was nothing crazy, nothing like past few years, but you know, the hangover was still still the same. So um, <laughs> that yeah. yeah. And bears, obviously. <clears throat> yeah, the bears. That's always my big uh, big sign off bears, yeah. Mm. Bittersweet. Bittersweet, but we'll talk about that. Yeah. Um holy shit, I can't believe I forgot about New Year's. It's fucking that's terrible. <laughs> that was your weekend, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Uh, so what the hell did I do? So I did I did see Dan. I did see Dan. What did I do? Oh shit. Yeah. Um I went over to John. I went over to my old apartment, <clears throat> saw the old place. Set up in the loft. It was pretty cool. Um, we did. Oh, set up. Um, they turned it into a bar. That's there's like <laughs> there's a bunch of games. We were playing bags in there. We were playing darts. We we're playing the ring hook game. They literally made a bar too, which is makes it really. There's like TVs on the walls. Mm. So it's, it's actually it's, a bar. Yeah, I mean it's a bar. Um, <laughs> they got like lights. So they have like these shelves now where they put their liquor. But they have it like a bar where it's like they have like the lights behind it. So it looks like the lights are going through the bottles. If you know what I'm talking about. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it, it's cool, but it's a bar. I'm like, Wait, confu- I'm confused. What do you mean they? I thought John lived alone. John lives with our buddy Alex. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we went over there. Uh, real small. It was just me, Kayla. Uh, st- it was the first time I saw Steve Rawls. Uh, and his girlfriend, Dan was there, John and Alex. Um, it was small, but it was, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was nice to just see some other people. Uh, I haven't seen Dan in a while and he'll be moving to New York. So it was nice to see him before he moves. Um, it was good seeing Steve and Izzy. They brought their new dog over. It's a little dog named Maverick. Um, the dog didn't do anything. I've never seen a puppy without energy. It was nuts. Like all it did was sleep, and then, like I didn't even want to go for walks and stuff. Like that's the I, ideal I, puppy, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, I, I, I had three labs just growing crazy. up. They're always just running yeah. around. Yeah, they were just always running around the house and crazy. And so I just, I just assumed like, oh yeah, that's just what all puppies are like. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was good. And then New Year's Day, just watched a lot of football. Saturday, a lot of football. It was it was damn good. I like just sitting on the couch and doing nothing. What as long as like sports are on. Uh, <laughs> Bulls had a couple of wins. It was uh, Bulls first time donning the Jordan brand logo. Oh yeah, <laughs> on their jersey. So that was pretty crazy. And they killed it. Yeah, that was that was my weekend. Uh, let's go beer. Uh, my weekend was good. So for. Um... As I mentioned, I think last week um, I got a new smoker for Christmas, so I had the maiden voyage on New Year's, and I went and bought a 
So this is my story. I went and had to go buy a brisket, and that was a whole thing. I had originally thought, where is a place to buy a big hunk of meat? A, a, a butcher shop. Let's just start there. So I went to a butcher shop, and like I asked about where the briskets were. They showed me to like this corner in this like this frozen area, and the briskets were like super thin and like frozen solid, and just looked like really gross. And I was looking at these, and I was like, oh my god. Like I can't do this. And so I was like, I don't even know what to do. So I'm like pissed off driving around. I want to make a brisket, but I can't find a good brisket. Um, I went to, uh, went to high V couldn't find anything there. And then I went to Costco. Lo and behold, USDA prime. This thing is like 80 bucks, but it's like a ton, like 25 pounds and brought it home. It was massive. It was the only thing I had in my basket. And like all the nice Minnesotans were all like chatting with me about it. Oh, it's a big brisket you got there. And stuff. <laughs> we were chatting about it in like the line to get out of Costco because all I had was a brisket in my, in my car. Um, but I got home and like I had just watched the master class on how to like make a brisket for Texas style brisket. So I like did it the whole way that I watched in the master class and it was incredible. Wait, did you, you watch the guy with the uh, big sideburns from Franklin's? Yeah. Franklin's barbecue. Did you get that? Who got that? Yes. Or did you get a, so Jenny got me that for Christmas. Oh, so yeah. So for Christmas, she got me that. They're like, we got like a, like a couples can like sign up and do master class together. So um, I was going to get that for you. And then I didn't know <laughs> if you would be like insulted if I got you a class. Cause I didn't know if you were just trying to like, you know, like Goldilocks it and make your final thing. No, no, I needed it. It was great. Cause like he really got into detail about how to like trim it. So, but lo and behold, I, I created a, it was a masterpiece. It's the best, best piece of barbecue I've, I've cooked this far. I sent some pictures to the group chat and it was, it was amazing. Um, I'm so excited to just keep, keep cooking different <laughs> things. That was exciting. That's what I did on new year. So I drank a bunch of beer all day long i was showing your brisket to people as if it was like my newborn like <laughs> dude you have to check this out and they're like, what is that i'm like it's a smoker and they're like yeah i can tell that like it's just next to a smaller one i'm like that's his new one they're like who's new one i was like beer they're like who's beer i'm like I'm like you're asking too many questions <laughs> just be impressed yeah it's really yeah. funny that the picture of them side by side just shows how much smaller my old one was <laughs> compared to the new one yeah, I'm. Oh, dude, I'm. I'm surprised that you don't have like a butcher that you normally go to. You'd be surprised, right? So I, I know Costco is where I'll go to get brisket. That'll be the key. But it's like everything else is just like the grocery stores. Kevin keeps telling me to go to like a meat packing place, but I don't even know. Yes. Where <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm, we I need Rocky style, you know, guy punching it in the back, you know. <laughs> dude that's what you gotta graduate to you gotta do like buying half cows and trimming the whole thing and cutting it down <laughs> when i am i like when i'm older and like i own my own house i'm gonna have a big barbecue pit in my backyard for just like doing full hog barbecue and that's what i'm gonna graduate to it one day it's a big pit and y'all are gonna come over it's gonna be sweet um that that'll be my that's gonna be my dream my dad bringing in the pig love it <laughs> yeah well, I was going to say, what's the, what's the thing when the pig's got it in your mouth or the, like they put an apple in his mouth and they're like, kind of like rotisserie style. Like I'm just stick it. Is that what it is? Mm. You're a suckling pig. It's like ro- roasting hell? it. Yeah. 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 Dude, I would, that'd be awesome. That'd yeah. be sweet. That's like, it, if you're a king at barbecue there, I've still got to perfect everything else, but uh, 
it's very exciting. That's that's what I did this weekend. And then watch the Bears lose, but then proceed to make the playoffs, which was bittersweet. But I'm all mm-hmm. in now. Hell yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, Nick, how was yours? Um, my New Year's was good. Uh, I fell asleep at like 10 o'clock, so I'm officially getting old, which is good. <laughs> um, and then my weekend, honestly... I, the weekend wasn't great. Notre Dame lost, um, which I expected them to, you know, it was a long shot anyways, but it was just such like a defeating loss. And like, it it was very clear early on that, that Notre Dame was not going to win that game. Like as soon as Najee Harris in like the first quarter completely hurdled a guy and then ran for another 40 yards, I was like, there's no fucking chance Notre Dame can win this game. So like that was frustrating. And then I was watching the the games with uh, my buddy Brian, and he's an Ohio State fan. And I was like, Ohio State's going to get crushed by Clemson. So then we bet on that, and I bet on Clemson, and obviously Ohio State crushed them. So then it was like over two. And then and then the Bears lost on Sunday. So I was I I'm I'm on the downward slope because of all of that. And I don't like the Bears backing their way into the playoffs. They made the playoffs, but I don't like them backing their way in. So. Uh, I, I think I'm more on the pessimistic side of things, unfortunately, because of the all the losing football I watched this weekend. Yeah, uh, for that Ohio State game, I liked Ohio State in that game, but I just couldn't bet on Ohio State because I hate them so much. So I was like, fine, we'll take the over. And then I was like, what's the over? And of course, it's 68 and a half. Like, that's a big ass over. And then I was like, oh, well, they played last year. Let's see what the over was in that game. It was also 60, it was 66 and a half last year. They only combined for like 50 points. And I was like, or this year? Last year, they combined for 50 points. And I was like, yeah, but I'm not going to bet the under and then watch this game. I can't like root for no points. So we took the over. Uh, They hit it in the third quarter. They hit a 68 point over in the third quarter. And then they didn't score again, which was crazy. Uh, so we got that Notre Dame. I mean, it just looks like we didn't belong. It's it's every time we make a big or we have a good season, everyone's like, well, you know, they're going to go in the playoff or last time when we played Alabama, people were saying like, you know, they're just going to get rolled in the national championship game. And it just fucking that's like what happens. Yeah, I, I, I've said it before on this podcast, and I really think it's just like Alabama and Clemson are in the tier one a that's just so far above everything else. And then Ohio State's kind of in the tier one B, and it's like they can compete on most years. Um, and then every, and then there's everybody else. Like I think Notre Dame, I'm biased, but I think Notre Dame's a top ten team uh, in the country. I think I, I think they've probably proven that over the course of the year. Who knows whether or not they, you know, maybe they didn't deserve to to get in the playoff, but still, it's just like there's such a disparity between those other top 10 teams in the top three. I mean, you look at like the teams that have won the national championship over the last 10 years, and it's been Alabama and Clemson with Ohio state thrown in there once. And it's, I mean, it's just pretty crazy. LSU, uh, Georgia lost to Alabama. Yeah. LSU won last year. LSU won it last year with historically the greatest offense of all time. Like that's literally what it takes. And then this year LSU sucks. So it's like, Occasionally, you might have one team in there that's like on a really hot streak that can win it, but it's just it's crazy, and I don't see that going away. So, well, it is crazy because it's like six and like twelve, and the rankings are like kind of similar teams, but like one and four, not even close. 
Like it's it's crazy how it works in college. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like there could be ten teams that are out of the top ten. They're like, oh yeah, these guys could like win on any given day, and then it's like, but if any of these teams play Alabama, Clemson, or Ohio State, they're just fucked. Yeah, and that's what's crazy. Um, all right, let's talk Bears. So Bears backdoor their way in with a Rams win. Thank you, Rams. It was the battle of the backup quarterbacks. Um, that was. I felt actually bad for Cardinals fans when Kyler Murray got hurt because I was like, yeah, it sucks because he is such a like their entire offense is him, him being able to run the ball, him being able to throw the ball. And it's like they have made their entire offensive game plan around him, which I like thought that, but it proved it because when they had the backup in, it was like, what the hell is going on? Like you guys didn't even think that he might get hurt ever and maybe we should come up with a game plan that could work for another person that that kind of sucked and it was like as soon as he went out i mean because it was seven to five they were winning and it's just as soon as he went out it wasn't even a game it was crazy i also think it's tough you know back quarterback yeah so this year it's like you'd need a quick quarterback to escape that interior rush and stuff so it's just i don't know It, it was a it was really bad to lose Kyler Murray. Yeah. That game. It, it obviously led to them losing. Yeah. Um, it was even tougher to watch him go back out there and try to win it. Like, on what clearly was a fucked up ankle. Yeah. Like, when he was scrambling on that third and 18, it looked like, yeah, he probably shouldn't be running, right? Like, yeah, they called a speed option play on third and 18 with the game on the line when your quarterback's hurt. It was like, that's pretty dumb. <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking there. He like kind of looked fast, but you could just tell that he was not, he couldn't like plant that foot to cut. Like he couldn't plant that ankle. He was just, you know, he was kind of just can only go, you know, straight, which that's like his best thing is being able to juke people. And it's awesome to watch. Um, but yeah, Rams win. So the bears are in the bears kept it close for a while. Um, I don't know what's going on with our defense. Um, yes, it was Aaron Rodgers, but this has been probably a month now, maybe a little over a month, but our defense doesn't look too good out there. Um, the Roquan Smith getting hurt, really hurt. Um, yeah. What's the injury report on him? I don't know if he's playing. I saw that it's like day to day, which which means I feel like they say that no, anything he could have like a torn ACL and they're just like, well, it could be day to day. We'll see. It's like, he could be in like surgery right now. I don't think they'll tell the truth. Um, but yeah, sustained a major elbow injury, apparently. Jeez. Yeah. Fuck. The 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 bad part is when we went down there and we scored, <clears throat> I was super happy, and then just to see how fast and easy the Packers scored on us, I was like, "Fuck this game!" If we ever let it get into two possessions, it's just over. Because we cannot sling it with the Packers. Yeah, the Bears basically have to play a, a pretty near perfect game, or at least like mm-hmm. convert in the red zone everything to touchdowns if they want to have a chance against a team like the Packers. Because you're right, them being able to throw that dart to uh, Valdez Scantling for 75 yards, and then he threw another one to start the second half, and uh, Valdez Scantling dropped it. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. they could have been up more. Like that was just plain luck. So it's like. The Bears want to be in it. They gotta base. They can't. Can't settle. What? Like, 
the offense probably did the best they could. Obviously, they did shit in the red zone, but that's where the defense came short. There was like the they had three chances to intercept, and even if they were field goals and not even score a touchdown in the red zone, it could have been a totally different game. So, I think dude just dropped the ball. The offense did as good as they could do, and so Trubisky specifically. I texted you guys during that. I was like, wow, that is the third pick that they dropped. And then I was kind of thinking about it. That happens a lot in our Bears-Packers game where, like, I remember a couple years ago where Kyle Fuller had, like, a very easy interception that he dropped. And then the next play, they scored a touchdown. Yeah, And that ended up winning That's the game. Crazy. I feel like we always drop it. I feel like, I don't know, just the last couple outings, we kind of shit the bed against the Packers. Because we... We had our opportunities to, to to get turnovers, to score touchdowns. Um, that fourth and one, the fourth and inches first on the goal line where we kicked the field goal. I hated that. That was um, that happened twice. It wasn't on like the one yard line, but maybe we were four or five yards out. But we were in the position to you go for it. You go for the touchdown. I think that was the second time that they were in the red zone. I mean, my thought is the the Packers were scoring in the first half with ease. I think we can all agree on that. They were, they were. I mean, Aaron Rodgers just slinging it. They're catching, you know, sixty-yard bombs for touchdowns. It wasn't too much of a uh, like a game defensively, and it looked like we needed to keep up with them. So them kicking that field goal on the one win, we've already made two previous fourth down conversions. I was like very surprised and angry about that because I was like, dude, we gotta like stay in this game. We can't just let the Packers just run away with it. Exactly. It was, it was kind of inconsistent um, with the play calling. That's what I noticed. And it was, it was annoying in the red zone. We weren't like targeting Jimmy Graham or Cole Komet. Like that was frustrating. Um, it just felt like we had a lot of missed opportunities. A lot of the game. It was, it was also hard that Dave Montgomery got injured like on the first drive and then was like playing through an injury the rest of the game. Like that was tough to watch. He's so good. Like even he still like kind of dragged us through the rest of the game, but we needed to play so perfect. Like, like Nick, like you said, the, the key to beat them is to keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. And that's why we kept it close. Like even like with field goals and everything, like just limiting his amount of possessions he has <clears throat> is the key to it. But the problem is our defense was not like doing well. Remember there was a play where it might've been fourth down or like third down. And we missed like a tackle and they got a first down, like our corner, like bounced off them like we were we were missing tackles it was like frustrating yeah, yeah you're talking to Aaron Jones over the middle third and eight yeah I, think I thought was. I thought Trevathan had him dead to rights and he slipped two tackles um yeah I mean that that sucks and that's why I was loving the game it, so now that you said it it's, it's so true it's like they were being aggressive and then when they needed to be aggressive they weren't aggressive like it was kind of strange like that last fourth down, when we did a pass in the shotgun, I don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I mean, that that was crazy. And then for Nagy to go out there and he's like, well, the players kind of messed up the play. I, I don't get a shit. I, I don't care about that. Because we have, we were running the ball, we were QB sneaking the ball in the fourth and inches, fourth and one, and it was going really well. So for them to not be aggressive, and just like try to do bully ball made no sense to me. 
The the other thing I didn't get was we threw the ball downfield one time, I think, to Mooney, and he caught it, made an amazing catch. Other than that, every single thing was a little dink and dunk here and there. And I get that with like the way the offense has been moving over the last four or five weeks now that Mitch is back in there. They're trying to get him on more rollouts, trying to get him more quick passes and things like that to get yards, and it, it works for a time, but over time, the defense is just going to start creeping up, creeping up. And if we can't throw down field, then if we get down by any number of points, it makes it increasingly more difficult to come back because it just takes more time. We have to run more plays and everything like that. And it might mm-hmm. be like like you were saying, Joe, trying to keep the ball out of uh, the Packers' hands and run the clock and everything like that. But like you said, when, when, they, when they can th- score in 10 seconds and then it takes us 10 minutes to get all the way down the field and only get a field goal out of it. It's like at some point we got to start taking more shots and it worked the one time we did. So I, I thought that was kind of weird and a little bit frustrating. Well, I mean, in the, I think three shots to the end zone, it's like, um, we kept doing these check downs to David Montgomery. David Montgomery is an absolute stud. And I think that he can make these plays, but consistently doing these check downs where we need him to get like seven yards for a touchdown on like third and goal. I mean, come on, like we got to try. And then, but this is the thing. If you do that play and he gets you down to the one, you think like, oh, we're going for it on fourth. Like Mm -hmm. that's what we're going to do. If we're going to do these little check down plays, then, you know, we're not throwing to the end zones where he's guaranteed a touchdown. It's like, you would think like, oh, okay. Then we're going to go for it. Right. It's like like running it on third and eight, getting to four and two. You like, okay, now we're going to go for it. Like, that's why we ran the ball is to get a shorter fourth down. Right. The flow of the game, you get to that point. If you've been converting those short yardage gains and, like, you stick with it, that got us there. Like, Dave Montgomery can convert those short yardage gains. Like, you just got to keep giving him those opportunities. So, it just that, that like, last play, that fourth down just smelled like a naggy play call. That's yeah. what it smelled like. Mm-hmm. Like, a fourth down, like, just, God dang so it. Like, you overthought mm-hmm. it. Like, God. It was just so annoying. But, I don't know. Hopefully, you know, against the Saints, we can uh, we can rebound on that. I don't yeah. know. Drew Brees has been looking funky. Yeah, he's got no shoulder. Um, all right, let's go through the entire playoff slate. So, Johnny, can you pull off the playoff slate? I believe the I think the Bills play first on Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Bills Colts. Okay, Bills Colts. What the? Let, all right, we'll go through the game. We'll give our predictions. Um, do you also have the lines for this? I assume. I mean, the yeah. Bills have to be a favorite, but am I yes, wrong? the lines are. It's Bills minus six and a half on the Colts. Hmm. Um, I think the Bills currently, right now, are the hottest team. Yes, they didn't. They didn't sit anyone. They played. They playing consistent like really good weeks of football on both sides of the ball josh allen looks hot he is oh my god yeah he slings the ball and it's fun to watch Uh, what do you guys think about this game they're they're perfect at every position like they even have like the secondary that could help them it's it's just ridiculous and i've been i've been locking them in for the past few weeks so there's a reason for they're they're just so hot their defense is incredible right now too so yeah, this is going to be kind of weird for you because you were like the Colts whisperer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and here we are. <laughs> yeah. Colts and, uh, and Bills. 
So yeah. like, uh, bills are minus six and a half here. Are we doing lines or straight up? We're going to do, do straight up and then we'll do our locks. Okay. Um, so I got the bills. It sounds like Johnny got, has the bills as well. Uh, Nick and beer and Nick's yeah. not on this head. Bills. All right, so yeah. we, I, I think we all got the bills. Yeah. There's just no shortcomings with them right now. They're it's they're good, hot. but bills are just so hot right now. <laughs> that, that's the thing. It's like, uh, you always hear it. It's like, it's about getting hot at the right time. They're hot at the right time. Yeah. Yep. And mm-hmm. you got to remember they played a Miami team that needed a win. So that was kind of like a playoff game for Miami. Yeah. They needed a win in their end. So, I mean, they already played a possible playoff team. I mean, Miami ended 10 and six, which isn't anything to hang your head about. Um, okay. Let's go to the next one. So we got Rams at Seahawks. Um, what is that? Plus four or minus four Seahawks? Minus four Seahawks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, these teams have played twice. I, I think they split it. Um, I think they did one and one. I think this game really depends on if Jared Goff is back. Yeah, agreed. I don't know if we have any sort of injury report on him. I can look it up. Well, they said that he might play. It's like I never know how to feel about like the playoff injury reports. Because you don't want to say like he's out and then they only game plan for what is it, Warford or something? Yeah. So Sean McVay isn't even releasing who's going to be a starter. Yeah, that that is a bad sign. Bad sign. <laughs> that's not, oh. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it, if Jared Goff is in, I'd say Rams, just because like the Seahawks are like, I feel like the kryptonite is the Rams D. Like Russell Wilson struggles, so, um, but without a starting quarterback in the playoffs, I think I'd lean Seahawks. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean Seahawks as well. Agreed. Johnny, make it four for four. I like Russell Wilson. Yeah. Nick agreed. Johnny agrees. All right. Wow. Yeah. We all agree on the first two games. Nice. Uh, so what's the next one? We got Bucks and football Washington team. football team. Um, real quick, before we talk about this game, what do you think about Doug Peterson benching Jalen Hurts to throw that game? <laughs> I've never seen anybody throw a game as blatant as that. That was wacky. Ever. I've never seen that before. But it's like a legit like different pick, difference in picks, right? It's like the sixth versus the tenth pick in the mm-hmm. draft. Like that's big. That's the difference between blue chip and just regular talent. Yeah, I also love that Doug Peterson said that he made the change because he thought it would give him the best chance of winning the game. But that's like <laughs> I get that you like have to say that because you can't like just come out and say we tanked. But like that was a crazy move. He also was like Nate deserved the snaps at the end of the game. It's like, dude, you could have won. Like, I mean, this is a real question to me is like, are they going to lose the locker room for him? Because I don't think the Eagles wanted to lose that game. I think they were in it to win, play a good game. And they, they were in it. They were in it. They just pulled them. It was, dude, it was mind blowing. I've never seen, I've never seen an announcer actually mention it on air. I've never seen that before. When the announcer actually mentioned it, I was like, holy shit. It's the only real, like, only real explanation for it, right? Yeah, I mean, you you can't lie. I mean, him <laughs> saying he was trying to win the game—that just that just blowing smoke. There's no, there's no way you bench your quarterback that has been bawling the fuck out for the last three weeks. 
I think it's Freaking, funny yeah. that it happened to Philadelphia because Philadelphia fans are notoriously just like super irrational, super angry, like yell them out of town kind of people, which I respect in a lot of ways. And I feel like to do something like this to them when when they would want to get a win uh, and everything, like I'd be surprised if uh, Peterson isn't getting like death threats right now from half of Philadelphia. Oh, dude. And from Giants fans. Giants fans are also. Oh, playing. yeah, that too. I forgot about that. Um, all right. About this game, though, let's. Um, I mean, the Bucks' offense look really good right now. I mean, they also have Tom Brady. They're clicking at the right yeah. time. Kind of like the same as the Bills. Yeah. I mean, they are moving good. Um, six and a half. I'm not going to lie. That Eight looks low to me. Oh, it's eight and a half? Eight and a half. <clears throat> okay. I thought it was six and a half. I was going to say under a touchdown seemed odd to me. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The The, the Buccaneers have been doing a kind of shootouts where they're just slinging the ball. Brady's actually been throwing the ball downfield really well. Washington does have a really good defense. Chase Young is the truth. I mean, he is terrifying. Um. He's incredible, but he's not going to win the game alone, and it's just him, basically. I think think Washington could cover. I think Buccaneers win this game, and I'm going to say this. The Buccaneers don't have to play a perfect game to win this game. I believe the Washington football team do. Yes, 100%. That's fair. I don't think they cover. I think the Bucs win pretty easily. Yeah, agreed. Oh, wow. Everyone got it. All right, let's go. Well, there's no way we can be right on all these if we all agree on the Saturday games. (laughs) We're going to go like 0 for 3. There's no way. Um, All right, so the next one, we got the Ravens and the Titans. Uh, Rematch from last year. Uh, Titans pulled a big upset on the Ravens last year. Um, They had the MVP of the season. Everything looked like it was the Ravens' year. I'm going to go Tennessee Titans because I've said it once and I've said it again. I'll say it again. Uh, Lamar Jackson is a choke artist in big games. Uh, they beat up on bad teams. They lose to good teams. And he always, um, he looks rough. So I'm going to go Titans. Titans to win. I'm in uh, agreement. <laughs> I like Titans to win. Running game. I agree with you as well, yeah. But not because. Just, he does a stud. Yeah, he, Derrick Henry is just, he's insane. But I don't think it's because of Lamar. I think Lamar Jackson's been playing like decent actually pretty recently, but it's not going to be enough against Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, once again, though, they've been playing bad teams, so you could play well against bad teams. Uh, Beer, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I could see the tight. I just get so annoyed at how bad the Titans played against the Packers. Like, I just yes. feel like they're a bunch of phonies right now, like, <laughs> even more so than the Ravens. Like, that was just. God, that was stupid. Um, I'm just I'm just so biased because I hate the Packers. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's go Titans. But I don't like it. I think I think the Ravens cover. I think it's a close. I think it's a close game. Well, if the Ravens cover, they win the game, aren't they favorites? Oh no, no. Sorry, sorry. I think that I don't think the Titans cover. Or wait, right? No, never mind. I don't think the the Ravens will cover <laughs> and win like that. Essentially, okay. but I just okay. don't think I don't think they'll win. I think the Titans will win. I think it's fair. I don't think it'll be. 
Man, I think it'll be a close game, but I, I don't know. I just, I hate the Titans for losing to the Packers. That's why. Yeah, that's fair. Um, let's. Uh, oh, we got the Bears next. So Bears Saints. Uh, Bears are the biggest underdog of the whole season or of all the Super Wire Code weekend. Um, yeah. I love them to cover. Well, if they win, but I will not pick against them. So I got Bears, and I think that's how we're all going to be. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I hope in my heart of hearts that they win. Well, we didn't play Trubisky last time, so that is true. And we took him to overtime. It happen. Yeah, they won on. Or a did field we goal. take him to overtime? Did they make yeah. that? Yeah, no, it was overtime. Yeah, we won on a field goal. Yeah, yeah, we took him to overtime. And they had to kick a field goal to send it to overtime. I'm pretty sure too. So that was yeah. like that was a lot on their part. So damn. Um, all right, let's talk about the last game. We'll come back to the Bears Saints. Uh, the last game is who? We got Cleveland Browns versus Pittsburgh Steelers. Wow. These two teams hate each other. Strictly, I'm going off of because Mason Rudolph got a hit in that zone helmet, which is never a good look. Uh, being beat up with your own helmet is, yeah, that's just not good. Um, I'm a little torn because both teams started off real hot and then they had their stinkers. I mean, the Browns lost the Jets. But then the Steelers lost the Bengals, the backup quarterback. Oh, this is a tough one. Mm. I think it's Steelers because it, it, I don't think Kevin Stefanski is going to be able to be at the game. Because he says COVID, I think. Oh, that's fucking nuts. That's I don't tough. know if you guys saw, but Kevin Stefanski, the coach for the Browns, I think has COVID. So wow. I Damn. think that's why the line is minus six Steelers, too, because it should be closer, I feel. Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty close game with the backup quarterback, Mason Rudolph, last week. Um, it is I – I can't remember another time where a team played in week 17, needed a win for the playoffs, and then played that team again in the first round. So this is kind of cool for me. I like this. Um, I'm going to go Browns, though, strictly because Ben is not looking like the old Big Ben, and I like – Nick Chubb a lot, man. Nick Chubb is, dude, he's crazy, man. And it doesn't matter if he gets hurt because they got Kareem Hunt. I like the team that can run the ball in this type of, like, I think it's going to be a hard-nosed game. Both teams have good defense. JJ or uh, uh, TJ Watt was the sack champion this year. Um, I do think I'm, I'm going to go with the Browns. I like the Browns. Also, I kind of want to see them win. I'm in agreement with you on the Browns, mainly because I want to see them win. Uh, and also, Joe, you're you're saying you can't remember a team that needed a win in Week 17 and then played the same team first round of the playoffs. Uh, I unfortunately do remember that it was the Packers uh, during their cha- championship year. They played us Week 17, beat the Bears to get into the playoffs. We played them first round and lost to them. They ended up going on to win the Super Bowl. So, (laughs) damn. Yeah. So it happens. Uh, uh, Johnny, what do you think? Definitely Browns because actually, like you guys said, I want to see them in the playoffs. I want to see them. And also, I feel like, I mean, the Steelers just have no running game, which is scary. It's scary. Yeah. Like, I can't trust that. If Ben doesn't have the running game to kind of rely on and keep him honest, then this. Yeah, it just feels like it's already falling apart. 
Whereas, yeah. I mean, I know the Browns obviously did lose to the Jets, but they're still solid. And I feel like the Steelers, it's it's a toss-up with them. It's, it's hard to predict. I mean, I know they have the record, but I, I, I just don't. I like this game. Them. I think this game is going to be really close. Um, yeah. And I'm just going to go with the team that I personally think can run the ball more. And on a side note, did you guys see all those videos of Browns fans after they made the playoffs? No, no. They're just outside of the field, shotgun and beers. People were puking in the street. I saw a guy <laughs> like start chugging a bottle of uh, Everclear. Like that's that was them just making the playoffs. Imagine what they do if they win a playoff game. Just win a game, yeah. Like that's going to be insane. Unbelievable. Like, I need live news coverage of that. Absolutely. It's going to be like Cleveland's parade where the guy ate a horse poop. <laughs> also, Bills being in the playoffs, their fans were fucking nuts this weekend as well. Yeah. I guess last weekend, but. Yeah, I like it. It's at Steelers. I, it has to be at Steelers. Yep. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so let's, let's Wait, before we get to beer, oh, sorry. Beer, who are you taking? I don't He's know. got I Steelers. Think- I think Steelers. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. If you don't have their head coach who's been calling plays and the guy who's the architect of that awesome offense that they've built, that's like running game focused, with a lot of play action. Like, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's huge. <laughs> this is a really big game for Baker too. If he plays well, the commercials don't seem as messed up. It's kind of yeah. like a uh, step brothers. If he plays bad, you're like the commercial is pretty fucked up right now. I'm seeing through. Um, all right, let's go Bears Saints. What? Okay, so what do the Bears have to do to win this game? They're the biggest underdog. I think ten points is a lot, especially for a playoff game. They are at the Superdome, which the Saints do play normally very well. Um, what do what do you think is our key? What do we really need to do? Win the line of scrimmage because we don't have Rokon Smith. If we don't have Rokon Smith, we need to beat Evan Kamara. And if we don't have our best linebacker, we need to like Akeem Hicks to destroy three people at once or something. So mm-hmm. I I think that's the key. And like if we can pressure Drew Brees, because he's not playing well this year, and like we can rattle him, like it forces them to run the ball to beat us with Alvin Kamara. And like if that's it, if that's what it takes to beat him, it takes out Michael Thomas. I don't know. I feel like our D can play can play better this week, but who knows? Our D needs to re- rebound as well. Yeah, I think turnovers will be our biggest fan. Um, if we can, if we can, I agree with you winning the line of scrimmage. If we can make Drew Brees in a couple of third and long situations with his shoulder, because he really isn't uh, throwing the ball very well over like ten yards downfield. So if we can force him to throw, I think he might be able to make a mistake where we can get a pick, um, something like that. I think that would be ginormous. I think that would be really big. Uh, for me, it's uh, got to convert in the red zone, which is what I was saying before about the Packers game. Um, it, it seems pretty obvious when you think about it. Like, oh, if you score more touchdowns than field goals, you're going to score more points and have a better chance to win the game. So it's kind of a dumb thing for me to say but I yeah I mean that was clearly something it was like like you guys said they were down inside the five or inside the 10 twice and opted to kick field goals like in those I think we're probably going to end up going for it um in in a playoff game 
and we got to convert. Mitch can't make mistakes, can't throw interceptions in the end zone or anything like that. It's just got to be getting in. Yeah. We're, we really got to capitalize because we all know the Saints, when they're clicking, when Elvin Kamara is playing well, um, they can put up a lot of points really fast. So we got to do whatever we can to keep this game close, just like we did last time. Um, make it come to the last possession, make it come to the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, the Mitch turnovers in the red zone would absolutely kill us. Because I, the same thing what I said about the Bears, I think turnovers would help us the most. I think that's also if we turn over the ball on offense, that's going to kill us the most. So, mm-hmm. Johnny, what do you think? Yeah, I think the key is the special teams and the defense turnovers, but also capitalizing on those. Um, I mean, that's what kind of changed the flow of the game with the Packers too. When we got, um, we punted it for the first time and got that fumble mm-hmm. and it just, it just totally changed the flow of the game. But yeah, we just got to hear on the defensive side, like our stars making plays. Khalil Mack, it hasn't been making any noise. Eddie Jackson hasn't been making any noise. Like we don't hear anything from them. Um, so yeah, I think it's just capitalizing on turnovers and just making big plays on defense. I think the offense, they, they've been on a roll, man, the, the past few few weeks. And even last week, I thought they, they did fine up until the fourth quarter, obviously. But, um, yeah, it's good. I think it's going to come down to the other side of the ball. Yeah. The score of the Packers game does not really give it a good representation if you watch the whole game. Like, yeah. the score looks bad, but we, we were in it in the fourth quarter. We really yeah. were. Um, damn. Yeah. Uh, also a really good thing is like, no one has the bears winning, which I love. I think it was like almost 85% of bets right now are on, on the Saints, which I love. Yeah. I love it. Cause it's like, if, if there's no way we can win this game, I like us to win this game. Um, all right, let's head over to our locks of the week. So our locks of the week, um, Nick, do you have our final standings? Actually? I, I got the final standings. Um, uh, not really much of a shocker in terms of where we ended up. Uh, in fourth place with the record of four eleven and one, we have beer. In third place with the awesome record of seven seven and three, Johnny. Or I guess no, that'd be second place. Sorry, Joe was seven and nine. Johnny seven no, seven and three. <laughs> uh, which is just amazing. Uh, and then I finished twelve and five as a podcast. 30, 32, and four. We were one win away. We were literally, we were one point away, two points away from ending up 31, 31, and four. The, um, I think it was the Denver game. Um, the uh, Denver Raiders, the Raiders won by one. Beer had them, the Raiders minus two. Um, if they had, you know, kicked another field goal, we would have finished 31, 31, and four, which would have been pretty funny. Um, so yeah. Right. So now we know where the bar is set for next year. Um, Nick, as always, you you had the crown this season. You never gave it back. So you get to pick who goes first, and it can be you. Uh, I don't know who wants to go first. I'm the and I'm, I'm I don't I don't want to go first because I feel I'll go like, first. Uh, yeah. Go ahead, All right, beer. All right, give me the over in the Tampa Bay Washington football game. Over is forty five. Like. I could see Tom Brady going out and just murdering, doing that on his own, dropping 45. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be a bigger yep. game than we think. 
And with Alex Smith out there, like the Washington football team can like actually keep up in a shootout. So I feel like that's 45 is cheap is you take that. <laughs> that's good. I like that. Uh, popcorn to whoever you want. Johnny Buffalo bills. Uh, <laughs> they're going to, yeah, they're going to get that pretty easily. I think. Mm-hmm. I also think if they lose, that would be the bigger, biggest shocker to me on the whole card. Oh, yeah. They're the hottest team. Yeah. Um, who do you want to go next? Uh, Joseph, go ahead. I am going to go. Um, I'm going to go Browns plus six. I think I think the Browns do win this game outright. Um, however, I think if they lose, it's going to be like a last second field goal or something. Yeah. I, I see it going down to the wire in this game. I, I really cool. do. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick, uh, I got Tennessee Titans plus three and a half. Love it. For all the Love reasons we already so said. Yeah, that's good. Um, all right, let's head over to timeout. So timeout. Where? On the podcast. Oh. oh. Okay, so now looking at my notes, it is crazy that I forgot that it was New Year's last week because my first uh, my first current event has to do with New Year's Eve. Uh, so Andy Cohen did the New York uh, ball drop. He was like the host of it. Uh, he got a little weird. He started talking about like dropping acid later that night with one of the co-hosts. He like was just kind of weird. It got a little funky. Um, I don't know a ton about Andy Cohen. I know that he's like the housewives guy. I think he made those shows or produced those shows or something. I think he's like, he's the Bravo guy. He does all the Bravo stuff. Yeah. Like reality, like moms or whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it is the most like 2020 thing to like end it with like a like an odd commentator for the ball drop. And he like he okay, some of the things he said, he might have been like looking at the clock because they got weirder and weirder closer to midnight. Like the acid thing was like a couple minutes before midnight. It was like really 20 minutes left. He started getting real weird. He was like very normal, very thing and he was like Maybe he thinks that, like, at midnight, Men in Black are going to come down, like, uh, erase everyone's memories. But he was getting a lot in there. He's getting a lot. Oh. Uh, people didn't like the musical performances. So what a better way to end this weird <laughs> year than just, like, what people are calling the worst New Year's Eve live stream. Uh, I didn't watch it, but uh, one of my my buddy Brian, who I was hanging out with, did, and he said it was just yeah, it was Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper, and they were ripping shots on air. Like yeah. like that's why it got so weird was because they were just like ripping shots with everybody. And my buddy Brian's like, yeah. So then we started ripping shots with them because it's like, why the fuck not? Uh, so that might be something you know. You reach that threshold of drunkness, which is different for everybody. But as soon as you get over that peak, it's like. The words start slurring stuff that's on the top of your mind just starts coming out. You know, it's like two or three beers deep, two or three shots deep, um, and it just starts flowing. So I'm going to chalk it up to that. I bet I bet if, you know, if people would have drank with them, you know, shot for shot, it would have made way more sense. (laughs) Or you're hammered with them. Like, yeah, it makes sense. 
Yeah. I li- the best part <laughs> is him just being like Anderson Cooper. Like, have you ever done acid? And he's like, no. And he's like, dude, you should come over tonight and do acid. <laughs> and then it's just like Anderson Cooper got really like awkward because they're on camera and you could tell. I don't know a lot about Anderson Cooper. I know he's like a big journalist, but there was like a look in his eye where he's like, there's right before I hit him to count down the ball drop. I don't know what the hell to say right now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, it was wacky. Uh, New Year's Eve is like always the weirdest time of year for me. I like I I don't like doing the bars. I don't like I like what we did this year, like eight people. We played Super Mario or we played uh, Mario Kart N64 in the loft, the old podcast studio. I was like loving it. Nice. Play some darts. My darts game is hot right now. Hot. Got to keep playing. It's a good sign. Yeah. Um, I, the, um, the next one I got is a weird clothing collaboration that I don't quite understand, but Gucci, the fashion house is doing a collaboration with North face. Um, I don't get it. And they're super expensive. So it's like another one of like kind of wacky clothing for thousands and thousands of dollars. Which is like it's not as stupid as uh, what was the crap? What was the last one we did? The uh, the nipple cutout. It's not like weird like that, but it's kind of odd. Do we do we know what they're making? Is there anything specific that looks kind of weird? Is it just like expense, like North Face, but expensive? Uh, I'm looking at it. It looks like they got a Gucci pattern on a North Face jacket. So it looks like a North Face puffy jacket that has a pattern. How much know. is it going for? That's a great question. Oh, I just thought it was weird. Like, why is Gucci working with North Face? I don't know. It feels like I feel like North Face is already expensive enough, and like Gucci's just taking it to another level. But North Face is like functional clothes, you know. It feels Maybe like that might be it. Yeah. So, like, ne- <laughs> their their tagline is "Never stop exploring" or whatever. Isn't that it? So. Gucci's trying to be more, uh, you know, more outdoorsy. Gucci's going into the hiking gear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's good. The, 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 the jacket was the only one I thought looked good, but I think it's like 22000 What? The, like, what who, the Who's going to buy this? <laughs> Rich people. And, like, my thing is this. It's like, so I thought that it was going to be that they made them in Italy at Gucci's factory. And that's why, like, maybe they're using some crazy materials. No, 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 no. They made them at North Face, so it's just a normal North Face coat with a Gucci print. And it's like North Face is like a couple hundred bucks for a coat. And then they like put a Gucci print on, and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna raise the price twelve thousand dollars or twenty thousand dollars," and people are still gonna buy it. Brilliant, genius. Yeah, people will buy it too. Mm. Okay. Okay, for all the weird clothing items, let's just do the two. The grass-stained jeans or the nipple cutout shirts. If you had to wear one going out to a public place. So, like, say you had to wear, like, going to a Cubs game or something, what would you rather be wearing? Grass-stained jeans. <laughs> yeah, at a Cubs game, the jeans. 
Although, if you were sitting in the bleachers at a Cubs game and you like at first had it covered with like a jersey right, and then yeah. like uncovered, you you in like the third or fourth inning, you could probably get some laughs out of it and make some friends, maybe get a free beer or something like that. You'll but make it on inning, you're kicked out. Yeah. <laughs> you see, I was gonna say the nipple shirt because you're guaranteed to get on a jumbo trap. Exactly. <laughs> if you're in the bleachers with just circles cut out of your nipples. Yeah, you're going to be like on the Jumbotron. Yeah, you got to do like one of these and just kind of like steer into the skip. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. The grass state jeans look a little too normal. Mm. And I just think people would be like, ooh, unless you kept the down on the way here. You know? Where the fuck are you coming from? <laughs> 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 <How drunk> are you? <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's go into the rank. So this week's rank, like we said, is frozen pizza. Mm-hmm. Uh, strictly brands. Um, I'll go first. I'll go first. Number four is going to be this one. I don't know if we did this one. I don't think we did this one. Anyway, <laughs> number four is going to be Red Baron Pizza. I think Red Baron's pretty good. I yeah. like Red Baron. I think number three is Home Run. I like Home Run In. Their their crust is more of like a like a biscuit instead of like a uh, classic pizza. Uh, number two is going to be Newman's Own. Newman's Own is super good, the thin and crispy. It's like super like cracker thin. I cut it into the squares. Pretend it's like from Pat's Pizza or Nick and Vito's, uh, which I recommend doing. Uh, and the number one is going to be oh shit. No, I'm doing it. Uh, DiGiorno. DiGiorno. Like it's not delivery. No, and it's but that's a heavy pizza. It's a heavy pizza. And then my uh, dishonorable mention is Jack's. Jack pizza is terrible. I hate it. Wow. I think it's great, man. Disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, we might have some conflict there. Well, yeah, I don't like it. Um, and then honorable mention Tombstone. I think Tombstone's actually fine. Um, let's go with let's go with Johnny. All right, I'm gonna go number four Jets because <laughs> it has saved me from yeah many a hangover and many a drunk night. So uh, it's close to my heart. Okay. Jacks has done it for me. Uh, number three Red Baron. I actually can't even remember the last time I had frozen pizza in a while, but we'll put that number three. Number two Tombstone. And number one, DiGiorno. That rising oh, product. okay. Yeah. Oh, that dude's product. good. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Delicious. I agree. Nick, what do you think? What's your rank? Number four, Red Baron. I think we're all in agreement that's somewhere in the top four, the lower half. Uh, number three, Jack's Pizza. I think Jack's is like the go-to party pizza. It's like you can get them for like four bucks and they're just good. And I don't know why. Experience. Yeah, I've never had a bad experience. I don't know why why anybody would hate them. Uh, number two, uh, Kirkland brand, Costco. Kirkland brand pepperoni. You can get uh, like you can get a four pack for like 15, 20 bucks, something like that, um, which is pretty damn good. Um, can you guys hear me? Nick, can you hear me? Yeah. Sorry. Okay, we got you back. We you, go. you cut off at Jax. I cut off at Jax. Uh, number two, 
I had I got Kirkland brands. Um, you can get their pepperonis, like four of them for like 15, 20 bucks, which is pretty damn good. Uh, and then number one, Home Run Inn, uh, the Supreme Pizza. The uh the the home run in supreme uh it's like peppers onions sausage and cheese and it's perfect it's good. love that that's by far the best home run in yeah for sure yeah I agree. if I was to do strictly types of frozen pizza that would have been my number one because <laughs> I think that's better than regular DiGiorno but like I like the variety of DiGiorno you can get the garlic bread and get other shit um I beer. All right, so my number four, I have DiGiorno. Um, I have, I love, like, growing up, I had DiGiorno's all the time. So I would have it cold a lot, and I just, like, I freaking love, like, cold DiGiorno's pizza. I don't know why. It's just so good. Um, number three, I have Screamin' Sicilian pizzas. Oh, that is good. Fuck, I forgot about that. Those are good. Yeah, those, those are, are good. good. Like, I've only had them a few times because they're a little bit more expensive. So it's just, like... You know, sometimes I want to get a screaming Sicilian. So I grabbed that. Um, number two, I have the Motor City Pizza Co. Because I really like square pizza, like the thick, thicker square pizza, kind of like the Jets. So Motor City Pizza Co. is like, is a Detroit style, kind of like Jets, but you buy it at the grocery store. Um, oh, it's really good. Nice. I, I like it a lot. I think it's like not a lot of people know about it. And it's, it's kind of different. Um, but definitely consider it next time you're looking at frozen pizzas. I think it's really good. Yeah, I've never heard of it. It's it's pretty dang good. Um, and then number one, it was going to be – this is like an honorable mention because it doesn't really exist anymore because Dominic's doesn't really exist anymore in like the Chicagoland area. Um, but Dominic's Pizza was like the best yes. frozen <laughs> pizza ever growing up. I used to eat Dominic's. Like my family and like my babysitters make Dominic's pizza. Um, so I bring that like it was massive. It was a big thing to yeah, get to get Dominic's pizza. So Johnny gets it. Um, yeah, I remember those. But I like, grew up when, I grew up three blocks from a Dominic's. We were huge Dominic's people. See, it was it was so good. Uh, but real number one, I like Nick mentioned it. Kirkland brand pizza, really close to Dominic's, really close. I feel, but Dominic's was at a weird another level where it was like you could just make a really good pizza in your oven. It was awesome. Have you guys yeah. had California Pizza Kitchen? Oh yeah. yeah. The frozen or the place? It's okay. The frozen. Oh, uh, I haven't had the frozen, but I've had the place. How's the place? I've only had the frozen, not the place. <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, it's yeah. just like the- it, it just looks like they have like the weirdest like toppings that no one else has. It's different. Yeah, California. I mean, yeah, they they do a barbecue chicken, I know. Yeah. Mm. It was pretty good. I mean, yeah, it's just that's just not how I like my pizza. Like I like my pizza with like sausage and jardinier. Like, like my I, standard supreme, man. <laughs> yeah, I like like vegetables on it. Like, mm-hmm. like if you get like mushrooms, onion, green pepper, I like that a lot. And pretty much anywhere, like if you if you like look on a menu and it says like supreme, I like it. Yep. Usually oh, just run it through the garden. Um, I well, let's bear the fuck down. We got bears this weekend. We're pumped. We're going to spank the Saints. And if we don't, well, then we don't. That's that's it. I'm not going to think about it if we're not going to win. Um, stay safe out there. Thank you guys very much for listening. And we will see you next week.